Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. It's time to settle down. Settle down. Listen to the soothing sound. Oh yeah, Oh, because this. Oh my God, this. Oh yeah, this. Oh yeah, this. Is on a roll. Hello and welcome back to On a Roll, where we take an unhealthy obsession in an actor's filmography. My name is Tom, and joining me as ever is... It's Emma. Hello. Hello. Hi. How are you? Yeah, I'm not too bad. You? How are you Good, yeah. Yeah, not bad. Um, Bit disappointed that you didn't roll your R when you said on a roll. I think it's the first time you haven't rolled your R in a long time. Wow. You just said on a roll, and I don't know. A few weeks ago, you made me feel a bit self-conscious about it, so... (laughs) I yeah, I thought I'd tone it down. Um, I do love it. <laughs> on a roll. Thank you. Is that better for you? Do you Every like time a... I wonder how far you're going to take it. And yeah, just well, caught, yeah, caught me off guard today. I, t- I, took it a f- I took it too far a few weeks ago. Mm. And I've been trying to rein it in. And I think mm. maybe I've gone too far the other way. Yeah, um, yeah. It's all about so, balance at the end of the yeah, day. Yeah, finding that, 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 that's um, life. that life work, our rolling balance. Yeah. <laughs> um, what have you been Indeed. up to this week? Um, it was my birthday. I aged. Oh shit! Yeah, that thing. Yeah. <laughs> oh shit! Yeah. 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 I do remember. Birthday. Yeah, I aged. I. I. I'm 26 now, people. So I woke up with a bad back, actually, which I can only attribute to the aging. The aging. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, it's like but that a was fli- fun. A, a switch is flipped. That's it what is, happens yeah. when you turn 26. Exactly. Um. And I had a couple of presents which pertain to the podcast, actually, which I feel like I'll tell you. I think you know about them all. Yeah. One of them you bought for me. Well, one of them I got um, you, yeah. So so Tom very kindly made me an honor roll t-shirt, which is awesome. And he has one too. Yeah, so got, we'll I had do to get a little, myself one as well. We'll do like a sexy little photo shoot, you know. We'll we'll put it on the internet for you to see. <laughs> it's got to be sexy. Give <laughs> I it didn't the know we start, We didn't know we were starting an OnlyFans. give it the blue steel um and then luke got me a drive poster which is awesome i don't think i showed it you yet is that a poster for your drive or (laughs) no it's of the film of the goals right okay yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) a poster for your drive what would that even be like a brick like a glue brick poster or something no no like i don't know i guess you'd like it i guess it wouldn't be a poster but you could get like a, a mural painted on your drive Maybe I will of Ryan of like, Gosling. Of a yeah, just a poster. Yeah, um, yeah, <laughs> yeah. If anyone's then... out there and wants to get that, I think I think that's a business opportunity waiting to happen. <laughs> Maybe that could be our business. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then last but not least, a Robert Pattinson standing in his kitchen car freshener from two of my best friends, which is just one of the best fucking things I've ever laid my eyes on in my whole life, and it's going it to make smell? me smile. It smells like oh my god, I can't actually remember. Oh, Does it smell like bergamot? It smells like Earl Grey and cucumber, but bergamot would have been very good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, uh, so I'm if you feeling don't, very... If you don't get that reference, then go back and listen to um, yeah. 
Oh, I can't remember what episode. The, it's the, the one episode where we, we talk about Dior. The, yeah, the one where we talk about Dior. Dior. Dior um. Yeah, because Robert Pattinson wanted to put the, the scent of bergamot in his fragrance because um, he likes it, I guess. So and they, in doing so, taught me yeah. what the scent of bergamot is because yeah. I'd never heard of that. This is I, nothing if not an educational podcast. Say what you will about <laughs> Say what roll. you will. We learn some things on here. So yeah, it's been a good week. Um, yeah, it's been good. I watched a few films that aren't related to the podcast. I've treated myself Holy to, shit. to watching some stuff for myself. So I've been trying to watch a couple of the Oscar films that have um, come out. What's the one oh, with Oscar Rosanne? Isaac? Or... <laughs> no, no, you oh, silly sorry. bastard! Just, I'll, I'll you stop with silly my shit. bastard! Um, I'll stop with my shit. The sound of metal is it? The sound of metal with Riz Ahmed, the yeah, one where yeah, he plays yeah. a drummer and he loses his hearing. It's very hey? good. I hate you. You what? <laughs> I quit. I quit. Uh... <laughs> I'm out of here. <laughs> Bye. Uh, so yeah, that's very good. I'm in a silly um, mood today, Can and you I tell? made. He's not in a silly mood, listener. He's hungover. Right, right. Yeah, we said we weren't right. going to draw attention to the fact. Don't draw attention to it, but if you start acting like a little miscreant, I will okay. draw attention to Sorry. it. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, I'm hungover. Um, but <laughs> so yeah. any, mis- any missteps, any um, brain farts that I have this episode, we'll put it down to that. But I'm well, a consummate professional, so we'll just push through it. Well, we move. We move. Um, I also made Luke watch the first couple of Charlie's Angels movies for my birthday because they're two of my favourite films ever and he never wanted to watch them. And he bloody loves them now. So those are some of the best films he's ever seen and he's absolutely correct. So I actually purchased them off Amazon for £3.50 each and it was worth every single penny. So Wow. They're brilliant. They're honestly brilliant. Although some stuff in it has aged badly. Like I'm pretty sure the first one actually starts with Drew Barrymore in a bit of blackface but we move um we move so i have watched them but i don't remember them so it's it's fine there's a lot of cultural appropriation but they appropriate all the cultures like we're talking sweden and they look good england there's no one that's safe and i think if you're gonna do it do it to everyone (laughs) yeah yeah appropriate everything because then it's all just one big thing yeah and are you really appropriating anymore professional political advice to any of you who are thinking of offending people uh, right <laughs> anyway shall we explain what this podcast is for people who have stumbled upon us and are very we confused should, yeah. right now we probably should um okay so hello thanks for coming to our podcast um we talk about filmographies on on a roll so what we do is you pick an actor each series and then we watch all of their given media if we can possibly in chronological order and we talk about it every week and it's a lot of fun so the first series was all about robert pattinson series two was about ryan gosling and we have moved on to series three which is all about zoe saldana which i'm pretty sure we picked just because we wanted to watch avengers again but we're having a good time i think i think that's up there with one of the reasons probably the main reason um for sure but yeah so this week we have watched the films guess who Mm-hmm. Uh, should it be guess whom? I don't know. Guess whomst. Whomst. Dirty deeds. Um, mm-hmm. And then we attempted to watch because <laughs> of Father Cardona. Uh, yeah. But more on that later. <laughs> That's just a little tease for you. Okay. So should we kick things off with guess whomst? Yeah. Um, okay. Thank you, Doke. 
Would you like this... to explain what the plot of this film is? I'll try, yeah. Um, so it's about Ashton Kutcher, who is the boyfriend slash fiance of Zoe Saldana. And it's kind of like the hot topic, I guess, that they're in a interracial relationship and her dad finds out that he's a white man and he hates him for it, I guess. And there ensues him trying to find out more about him and he suspects that he's lying about certain things, like his job. And it's just kind of a comedy, inverted commas, because I honestly didn't find it that funny. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's not, a, it's it's not a that funny, is it? It's like a mid-2000s it, yeah. generic um, really generic mid 2000s with a lot of just like uncomfortable jokes that don't really land with me like it's just uncomfortable I just found a lot of it uncomfortable to watch I there's didn't a, like the whole the, racial thing there's it the scene where he's weird. like telling all the black jokes to them yeah um, yeah which I found uncomfortable yeah yeah it, it's um it's basically get out but in reverse Mm, but mm, the only that's a good take. Ho- the only horror that Ashton Kutcher has to actually deal with is that his father-in-law doesn't like him. Which, if that's yeah. not the epitome of white privilege, um, I don't know I what mean, is. Exactly. Maybe this film is actually genius, and we just didn't realize it. But I, I, I say that it's Get Out in reverse, but it's actually a remake of a 1960s film called Guess Who's Coming to Dinner. Oh, um, but I didn't know that. In that, the roles are reversed. So it's a white ma- uh, a white girl bringing her black boyfriend to meet her family. Ooh. Um, I'm unsure whether it's a comedy or not. It doesn't sound very funny. But, yeah, so that that is a Hundy P get out. Mm-hmm. But I don't think it's yeah. got the horror twist to it. And I don't know if I'd want to watch it because I feel like it wouldn't have been that PC in the 60s. No, and I mean, even this film, guess who wasn't very PC, I guess. I think it was trying to almost claim the jokes to make them funny, but it's just Mm. uncomfortable. And you know that this film was probably made by like all white producers as well, which just makes it even worse. So um, I don't really care for Ashton Kutcher. Do you not? No, I like him in um, Punked on MTV, but that's about it. <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't find him like that endearing or... Um... No, I wasn't rooting for him at no, all. No, no. I was like, I was kind of rooting for the dad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, get rid of Ashton Kutcher. Fuck him. <laughs> yeah. You don't need him and your family. Yeah. Um, so I don't really... Yeah, so he, he moves into the house and he, they go to meet her parents and he's... Mm-hmm. Um, got a job at a high, like standing law firm or whatever, Ashton, Ashton Kutcher. But he, yeah, bef- just before they go, he quits the job, and yeah. you don't know why he's quit the job. Mm-hmm. And that's the only thing that the father is impressed by is his job. So he doesn't want to tell anyone that he's not got the job anymore. Yeah. Um. So that's like his his stress. But then there's a series of situations that befall him that you don't look good in front of your fu- future father-in-law. Yeah, there's um, a lot of um one of him, him being white. Um but then he also puts on some lingerie as a joke and then they're like He play puts on fighting. some of her underwear and then she's pretending to fuck him basically. <laughs> and then the dad walks <laughs> Which was in, quite funny. And yeah. then he's like this is not happening under my roof. <laughs> it happens twice and the dad's like don't you have any of your own underwear? <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, so um, he forces yeah. him to like sleep in the basement with him. Um, <laughs> so they have to share a bed. And, yeah. yeah. And then it's just they just keep falling out. He tries to get him to like him. As yeah. Apple mentioned, there's a scene where they're all around the table at dinner, mm-hmm. and um, Ashton Kutch is like, "Oh, I I told someone off the other day for telling a black joke or whatever." Yeah. And then it, the dad's like, "Tell the joke then." And he's like, "I don't want to tell the joke." Like, and he's yeah. like, "Oh, why can't you tell the joke?" Blah blah blah. blah. And he's like, "Oh, because it's it's racist." But he's like, Are "You chicken." He's like, oh, okay, so I'll, nobody calls me chicken. I'll tell the joke. And then they, like, find it funny. So then he tells a few more. And then mm-hmm. they're, like, they're like all pissing themselves. Like, oh, that's funny because, like, it's kind of true. Ha, 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 ha. Mm. And then he tells one about a, a black man getting beat up or something. And that falls flat and uh, kicks off. Um, yeah. And then also, like, parallel to this, Zoe's parents, so the father and her mother are like renewing their wedding vows. Yeah. But then they, it basically comes to a head because he, they fall out with, uh, her parents fall out because she, the the mother finds out that he didn't, uh, he hasn't written his wedding vows from his heart. He's just like got it from a book. Yeah. So she like storms off. Online or something. Yeah. And then Zoe finds out that he's, that Ashton Kutcher's quit his job. And didn't tell her because they always swore that they'd never have any secrets. So mm. they storm off. So the two men are left at the house and uh, they have a bit of bonding time. Mm-hmm. And then like slowly but surely he like the father comes to realise that he does like the son. But then Zoe doesn't want anything more to do with him. She calls off the engagement. And then oh, and also the family don't know that they're engaged. They were going to announce that that weekend. So then she tells her dad that she called off the engagement. And he's like, you what? You're going to get married? I didn't realise it was that serious. And then he realises that the reason that Ashton Kutcher quit his job was because um, his boss told him to uh, not to marry Zoe because she was black. Ooh, bad times. So he's like, oh, I, I respect you for that, but you can't, you're not going to... He's like, if you keep quitting a job for every, every time someone like has an issue with you being in an interracial relationship, then you're... You're never going to have a job. Have a job, yeah. So I respect you for it, but like you know, you've got to you've got to make your way in the world, um, and yeah. you're not going to agree with everything everyone says. Um, mm-hmm. And then they, they're point. reunited, and then they have a big thing on the stage at the end. Oh, look at my new son-in-law. He's a white man. Ha 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 ha. Ha 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 ha. He is white. It's not, it's not that good. <laughs> it's all right. Yeah, it's not the it best was, film. It was the least painful thing from this week. But that's not saying a lot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so it was just it was just very bland. I did like Zoe in it. If we, you know, wanted to mention yeah. that she was good in it, she was she's she's a pretty girl, and she she's says a pre- nice she's things. She's a pretty girl. She she's says, a pretty girl. She says nice things and she says them well. Yeah, she's she does the acting good, doesn't she's she? Good at, she? She. Tell you what, she's. She's quite good at this acting lark, isn't she? The acting that she does in these films is actually... She, she's good. <laughs> I think uh, <laughs> there might be a reason she keeps getting cast in these things. I'm, it's crazy. I don't know, but... Well, like, just, just throwing it out there. So just throwing it out there. She, she don't act good sometimes. She, most of the time. She don't act good, yeah. <laughs> um, so I've got I've got one fact about this film. You know, I love okay. a fact. Oh, yeah, I do. Um, at an estimated cost of a hundred thousand mm-hmm. dollars, digital effects were used 
to remove Ashton Kutcher's red Kabbalah bracelet in every scene in which he appeared. I guess that's like a, a, I don't know, a religious thing or I don't know, something that he can't take off. Oh. So instead, instead of having having him remove it, they use digital effects to remove it in every scene. For a hundred thousand pounds. Yeah. Holy crap! This this happens quite a lot in films. Damn. The, it's a CGI that you don't know. So in I think it's Skyfall. Mm. There's a scene where James Bond he's in a fight. He's in a fight and he's he's using his gun and he's shooting someone. And Daniel mm. Craig had some leather gloves, mm. and he wanted to wear them in the scene because he thought they looked cool. And he thought he yeah. thought they made him look like, I don't know, a hitman or whatever. Yeah. And the director was yeah was like yeah cool yeah let's do that. So they they shot the scene and they were editing it and then in editing the film they realised that it's a plot point in the film that James Bond's gun only works when it registers his fingerprint or palm print. Oh. So it's like, oh, this gun will only work for you because it needs your. It's got your fingerprints on it, like it's a tech. Like Q gives him mm. the gun or whatever. So they're like, mm. it doesn't make sense for him to be able to fire the gun wearing gloves. Oh. So oh. instead of reshooting it or whatever, Shit. they had to CGI hands over the gloves for all of those Holy shots. You would never know it. Like so I dread to think looks, how much his that hands costs. look slightly puffy. Yeah, um, and then obviously there's um, Henry Cavill's mustache in. Oh yeah, but that's no Justice fucking League. secret, is it? There's <laughs> no secret. But that, that's obviously shit. And then I think yeah. it's in you know the film Tag. Yeah, I love that film with Jeremy Renner. Yeah, so Jer- speaking of Jeremy Renner, broke his arms, and they were in casts, and in a load of scenes in that film, he's got CGI arms. <laughs> I want to watch it again now with that knowledge. <laughs> oh, I'm trying to think of other ones that I know. That's brilliant. But there's oh loads of goodness. shit like that. Yeah, they do it all the time. They and apparently a lot of they don't they, they've never revealed who they use it on, but they have technology to de-age people. Obviously, they have the technology to de-age people, like you see in the Marvel films. But apparently, mm. it is used quite a lot in um in like in films to make actors look appear younger and prettier and stuff. Like photo, it's basically Photoshop for for movies. That's kind of fucked up, yeah. isn't it? Like, A, people look how they look, no one cares, and B, just cast some younger actors if you care, maybe? Well, it's like a lot of actors use body doubles as well. For, I mean, like, I, I do kind of get look, that. When they're looking sexy or Do you whatever. know what? I actually thought this the other day when we were watching Charlie's Angels. There's a scene where Lucy Liu is giving Tim Curry a rather raunchy back massage with her feet Mm. and you get a really close-up shot of her feet rubbing on his face and they are like the nicest looking feet i've ever seen and i was thinking i wonder if they're her real feet because you don't ever see them close with her i bet it's like a foot double yeah they're like the most like dainty smooth manicure pedicured feet and i was like i don't think they're it's like it it's like in friends when joey is al pacino's butt double (laughs) <laughs> yeah yeah wow yeah well yes yeah, well that's an interesting fact that's the one interesting fact about this film that i've got that yeah that is that is interesting and it's um, an interesting conversation the, it's yeah it's such an interesting film that we spoke about about five other different films um <laughs> because we had them to talk about for this one <laughs> it uh, doesn't get better from here folks yeah yeah um strap in so i don't know should we give this film a rating 
I feel like we should, yeah. <laughs> this is going to be a very short episode, by the way, because yeah. I've just got nothing for these. They were just such nothing films this week. Yeah. Um, right. Uh, if you're listening for the first time, our rating system is usually based on a given actor's name. Bam, bam. So when we were doing our Pats, Robert Pattinson, it was a pat on the back or a shat on the back. Ryan the Goose Gosling was a loosey-goosey or a juicy-goosey. Mm-hmm, With mm-hmm. Zoe Saldana, it's Zoe Saldana or Zoe <laughs> Saldana or Let's Go Saldana or Noe Saldana. Um, ultimately, we can come up with a pun based off the name of the film. Um, I don't know. It's been pointed out before. I don't know why we have so many rating systems. I don't know why we feel the need to like burden ourselves with this, but... I would like to know what the problem is with us having so many. It's called fun, people. Look it up. You it's know just, what I mean? Yeah, but it's just I have to reel off this whole spiel every time. Of, yeah, but I love it. Of all these different things. I love it. <laughs> okay. Is it a Zoe Saldana or a Zoe Saldana? It's a Zoe Saldana. Noe. It's a Noe Saldana, in it? Yeah. Noe Foshoe. <laughs> Noe Foshoe. Yeah. Um, so. Yeah. Wasn't, wasn't that good. Poo-poo. I wouldn't watch guess it again. Who? It wasn't hard guess to poo. watch. It was Guess Poo. <laughs> oh, my God. Got She's it. done it again. Oh, yeah. And my oh, baker yeah. has done it again. Um, <laughs> yeah, just for people who are listening for the first time, Emma always gets a shit pun. I do. Both a shit-based they're, they're pun. Shit, they're shit both in the fact that they are about shit and also rubbish. That is subjective. <laughs> Shitjective. Mm. What? <laughs> that doesn't even make sense. Uh, oh, you can't just. Shall we? Oh. Shall we move on? Yeah, let's move on to dirty deeds. Dirty Fucking deeds. Hell. Dirty deeds. Right. It wasn't I, based in New York. I want to know. So Emma's been texting me all week about dirty deeds. You've got an absolute <laughs> fucking vendetta against this film. And I like going into it. I was like, I'm gonna. I wonder what's so bad about this. And like, I thought it was all right. Like it. I, I, I find it what, very watchable. I can, re- really? Oh my god! I've never, I've not come across something so unwatchable in a very long time. Even, even like last week when we were watching Haven, mm, and yeah, that, uh, with this its fucking YouTube Haven. video editing. So the things I hated about this film, before we get into it, it's a Poundland American Pie essentially. Like it wants to be like American Pie, and it's just not. It's just shit. Um, the main guy the main character has zero charisma or personality he's literally like the actor equivalent of a dirty dish towel literally nothing oh to my him God. boring 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 hate and there is just way too much inappropriate sexist and disgusting sex stuff and that's from someone who really likes american pie like i love those films i thought but you were this... gonna say and that's from someone who likes some pretty disgusting <laughs> sex stuff <laughs> that's from someone who loves disgusting sex stuff no it's just like this, I'm, I'm comparing it to American Pie because it's like, you know, lads in school, like American lads doing stupid pranks and just being twats, basically, which mm. is like a pretty good formula for a lot of films. And American Pie is really funny. It's clever. The characters are like endearing. You're rooting for them. This film, everyone was unlikable. The dialogue was awful. It was just offensive for the sake of being offensive. It wasn't even funny at all. Like it was just dreadful. I loathed it. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I loathed it. I mean, just so much to unpack there. Um, I've never, I've never heard you get so angry about a film. 
I think I was just so mad because I just it was just shit. It was shit. <laughs> it was shit. <laughs> it was shit. And none of the characters were remem- like memorable or likable. That main guy, nothing to him. There is nothing to him. So it's interesting you say that because that main guy of of whom you refer, um, <laughs> last I can't remember the actor's name. It's Milo something. Yeah, um, but he is. I really like that actor because he was. I mentioned it briefly last week. Is he in Heroes? He's or in Heroes. Yeah. yeah, he's Peter Petrelli in Heroes. I'm sure he's great now, but and at he's the time... all, he's also well. It's, you say like I don't now, know. but he, he was in Heroes not long after this. I'm wondering then if it's not him, if it's the, he's also the writing Gilmore, he was also of in the Gilmore film. Girls. Like the writing of the film see, is the main issue for me. And I feel like you can be the best actor in the whole world, but if you've got a script like that, then what are you meant to do? Yeah. There's nothing you can do. I, I think he does always very much play that character. But then I think what, because... What, the I, sort of like awkward boy... Like not awkward, but like sort of boy next door sort quite, of... Quite chill, yeah. Yeah. Because he's... he's um. He's in Gilmore Girls as well. He's one of... I don't know if you've watched Gilmore Girls. Um, no, sorry. One of Rory Gilmore's boyfriends. I think she's his, I think he's her first boyfriend. Mm. I've never actually watched Gilmore Girls, like, properly. But my sister used to watch it after school because it was on E4. Yeah, I have a couple of friends who love, love um, that show. I, I, the theme tune, banging. Absolutely banging. Banging? Yeah. Yeah, and it has um, Gretchen Wieners in it from Mean Girls. Wh- who does she play? Gretchen... Uh, what... <laughs> In Dirty Deeds. Yeah. She plays the girl, the older sister of the the boy who he gets with at the end. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. I don't think my father, the inventor of Toaster Strudel, would be very pleased to hear about this. Um, can I tell you, I've only seen Mean Girls once and I fell asleep. Damn. Damn. You're going to upset a lot of people by saying that. <laughs> a lot of people. Including me. What the fuck? What? I... I don't think it was indicative of the film, but I was being you were just a tired I was being forced boy. to watch it by my girlfriend at the time. Um oh. and I just wasn't wasn't interested oh. in watching it at that mo at that juncture. Damn. Um and was clearly very tired. Good. I've seen it a, a a lot. I've seen it a lot of times. I probably watch it like once a year. Really? Mm hmm. Is it that good a film? Mm hmm. You know, it's been made yeah. into a musical now. Yeah. Apparently, also pretty good. Apparently, we'll watch the um, shit out of that when I can. Apparently, apparently it's also pretty good. Apparently, apparently, apparently I've never been on the news before. Apparently, <laughs> um, anyway, <laughs> should we explain so, what this fucking film is? Yeah, you fucking explain it, seeing as you love it so right. much. <laughs> Dirty Deeds, which isn't set in New York, but I feel like I have to say Dirty Deeds in a New Dirty York accent, um, <laughs> just so I get it gets an outing every episode. Um, <laughs> It's set at high school. Uh, it's coming up to the homecoming, whatever thing. I don't really understand what homecoming is, but there we go. And there's this thing at this school called the Dirty Deeds, which anyone can choose to do the night before homecoming. Mm-hmm. And if you do it, you get prestige, basically. But only like one person's ever managed to f- complete it. Mm-hmm. And no one knows where he is. So, and it basically consists of you. There's ten like sealed envelopes, envelopes with, and each has a task in that you have to complete, and you have to complete. Yeah. You can only get the next task once you've finished the previous task, and you have to get them all done before homecoming starts the, the next day. So yeah, Peter Petrelli, I'll just refer to him as that. Um, mm-hmm. He ends up doing it because this girl that he fancies, her brother 
says that he'll do them to like get back at the the jock of the school. Yeah. But he's like, there's no way that he's going to be able to do it. So he 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 volunteers in his place. He like says, I volunteer as tribute because mm-hmm. um, he's a senior or whatever, and they take priority. If if someone's already said that they'll do it, a senior can come in and be like, no, I'll do it. Yeah. Um, so he starts them off. Uh, the first one is like drink a beer in front of a cop. Yeah. Um, which he does by putting it in a coffee mug, a coffee throwaway coffee cup. Uh, the next one's punched the toughest guy in town. <laughs> then the third one like ramps it up a fair bit. Is it the third one? He has to go to the supermarket, get a loaf of bread. Oh yeah, go yeah, into I the toilet now. and uh, have a little tug. It's been a while since <laughs> we've seen someone have a tug. Yeah, it has. This film's got yeah, tug in a plenty. Tug into the bread, and then put the bread back on the shelf, and he it turn, it ends up that the principal of the school who he hates buys it and goes home and has a sandwich. And there's this like horrible scene where he's like making the sandwich, and you know what's on the bread, no. and then he's eating it, and then he's got like Stop I, it. I I bet it's like mayonnaise, but like he's just this, got like a white substance in the corner of his mouth, and it's like a super close up of his mouth as he's like chomping, and he's like. Mm-hmm. This is what made me hate the film. To me, that is just absolutely repulsive. Repulsive. I don't. It's not I funny. don't like. I don't like humour that uses like yeah. That's no, if you fluid. can't make a joke without jizz, then you're not funny. Full stop. I've also, Miss me with that shit. I've also got <laughs> got the quote. Spread it on me, big boy. I love mayo. Oh my god, Tom! I have the exact same quote. The exact same quote. I've got to show you. Right, look, look. It's Do true. You see? I sh- yeah. So I've just wh- confirmed it. While he's while he's having a tug, he's like envisioning this lady with her boobs out. There's so many boobs in this film. It's so unreal. many, way too many. And she's like talking to him, like, oh yeah. Rub it on me, big boy. Yeah, and then she says, "Oh, spread it on me, big boy. I love I mayo." Love mayo. <laughs> oh. At that point, I was just looking at the TV, like, "What the ever-loving Christ is this film?" Oh, and also, when the teacher's eating his sandwich, he's watching a Hitler documentary, <laughs> and he's like, "Oh yeah, mm, Hitler. Yeah, love, love me a bit of Hitler." The fuck. And then uh, I can't remember what some of the other ones are. Oh, he has to take an inflatable leprechaun. From the local yeah. garage and take it to the school. Then he has to steal a dead body, yeah, and put that at the school. And then he has to get. Also, could I just say, up until this point, I'd forgotten that Zoe was supposed to be in this film. Do you know what I'm saying? When I until when I she saw was her in it, I was like, oh about... yeah, that's why I'm watching this. She's not in it for like 50 minutes or something. Is she? It's absolutely ages. And then when I finally saw her, I was like, oh, that's why I'm torturing myself with yeah, this shit. I ge- genuinely had the same thought. I'd forgotten. I was just watching this film, and I was like, oh, this is a pretty bad film. And then there she was, <laughs> and I was like, oh yeah. So oh, yeah. He, he has to get the bra of a homecoming queen mm-hmm. and get her to sign it. Yeah. Um, and I have to say. His tactic for getting it isn't very good. Doesn't he keep? Doesn't he call one of them and he's like, "Does what did he say? You're gonna like this or something?" He's like, or... He keeps saying to all of them, "Hi, it's so and so. I've, I think you're gonna get a kick out of this." That's what um, he says. Yeah. Why does he say that? But like, so he goes to like different people's houses, knocks on their doors, and is like, 
he's doing the stupid thing in films where he doesn't explain himself properly. Like mm-hmm. if he just if he just said, added a few more words to his yeah. sentence. So he goes around Hi, to someone's house challenge. and he's like, "Hi, is your sister in? Um, it's all right. I just need her bra." Yeah, she like can have it. She said... can have it back after. It's like, if you just no. said, I've, I've got this challenge and I need to do this thing, will you help me? They'd probably be like, okay, bit weird, but sure. But instead, he rings one of their moms and he's yeah. like, oh, I need her bra. And she's like, fuck off. You sicko. And <laughs> you then sick it, freak. And then there's the classic joke where he rings up one of them and she's like, oh, that's disgusting, you absolute sicko. And then it zooms out and she's like in a leather bikini and she's got a man tied to his bed and she's like whipping him. And he's like, sorry, the, mistress. The joke is that she thinks him wanting her bra is disgusting, but she's into S&M, which is obviously objectively disgusting in the opinion of the film. This, see, this is the shit that was just making me go, this was written by some, This was written by probably two stupid, unfunny, middle-aged men. Shall I tell you who it's written by? Go on. So the film is loosely based on the events of Barrington High School in Rhode Island. The screenplay was created as part of a stu- of student Jonathan Theas's senior project, and then John Land, a resident of the town of Barrington, mentored him and co-wrote the screenplay. So yeah, that's why the screenplay is as bad as it is. Wow. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, it, <laughs> that was makes a, sense. it was it was a I assume like a GCSE project, the equivalent of that is, which is pretty that... amazing that it got made into a budget high budget film. Yeah. In fairness, it gives school project vibes so i mean with that in mind maybe it's not that bad after it was all. also originally going to be titled 10 things but a bit um, close to 10 things i hit about well you. and that's why they changed the name yeah because that's actually a good film <laughs> <laughs> well it is adapted from one of the greatest writers of all time um mm. charles dickens shakespeare oh you're sorry is it is it charles dickens i thought it was shakespeare it is Shakespeare, isn't it? Yeah, that was a... Just banter. That was just a bit of banter. And I just you, got a check. I just got a check. That, it's not, that it wasn't Charles Dickens. I took the bait. I was you like, did. was you... it Oliver Twist? <laughs> Please, sir. Please, sir, can I have some more? <laughs> anyway, where were we? So, yeah, he bumps into Zoe Saldana. She, he doesn't initially know that she was a homecoming queen. And so his tactic yeah. of just going, can I have your bra is a bit different where he, she finds out that he's doing the dirty deeds and she's like, oh, mm-hmm. I went to that high school. I'll help you out. I was the homecoming queen. Yeah. And then she takes... It, there's, it, which leads to a, an interesting interaction because they're like, how do we know that this bra is actually from her? And he's like, I've got evidence on this picture phone, which <laughs> is interesting. Picture like, phone. When there, there was a time when you had to quantify that your phone was a picture phone. Yeah. Whereas, like, now I feel like, obviously, you just assume that it's got a camera on it. Yeah. Um, do you remember when, like, camera phones came out? Kind of, yeah. And it was like, I remember seeing, like, a news report on Newsround on CBBC. Oh, I remember Newsround. And they were like, oh, yeah, here's this this camera phone, and it's obviously, like, the shittest thing. And they were like, oh, yeah, they hope that one day they'll be on every phone, and we may even <laughs> be able to have video calls and things like this. Ooh, imagine. Um, but they were saying that they were, they cost like three grand or whatever. It's mad, isn't it? Mad. It's mad. Like our technology you can progresses. Film like four K videos on your phone now. Back when I was a wee boy, you Back couldn't even take day. a two megapixel photo on your telephone. You had two megapixels. 
Bloody hell, I had I one. I only had one. <laughs> you had one? <laughs> I didn't even have a phone. <laughs> you didn't have a phone? I didn't have any friends to call. <laughs> friends? <laughs> I don't even have any family. <laughs> you didn't have a family? I wasn't even born. <laughs> oh, dearie me. Anyway. Right, anyway. Dirty deeds. Yeah, so he gets her bra, and then <laughs> um, that's Zoe one and done for the film. Yeah, um, she, just, she just comes in, takes and her bra scene. off, and she's gone. Fair play to her. Get that money. <laughs> Get that bag. So then he, he carries on, um, and then he basically comes to the realisation that it's not worth doing, so he doesn't mm-hmm. do the last one. Um, oh, because the ninth deed is to find the guy who succeeded the first time and everyone's like no one knows where he is anymore yeah and there's been a homeless man who's been featured throughout this film and i was like he's obviously the <laughs> obviously guy obviously him yeah and he's like i'm the guy and they're like oh well, I was that was like, easy oh, shock horror yeah and then he's Didn't like see it's, that coming. it's not worth it like i ruined my life by doing it <laughs> I don't really understand how or why. By doing some, like, pranks. Yeah. <laughs> like, how, how are you just homeless now? And then he's like, the tenth... But so then he's like, oh, I'm not going to do the tenth one, rips it up. But then the jock is like, he reads the last deed and it is ruined the homecoming dance or fast yeah. carnival or whatever. So he he tells the guy who's who he punched for the second deed, who's like, effectively Biff Tannen from Back to the Future. Yeah, same character. Um, same character, same look. Um, Why don't you make like a tree and get out of here? It's leave, you dumbass! <laughs> Best quote of the whole film. <laughs> and then he he goes to like rig up like, some explosives at the homecoming parade, and then they tell the <laughs> they tell the head teacher, and because they know that he was doing the dirty deeds the night before, they assume that it's it's him that's doing it. So anyway, they manage to like stop it. And then he gets the girl. Stop it. And, um, and yeah. that's the end of the film. He gets Gretchen Wieners, unlimited toaster strudel. Good stuff. Um, and they drive off into the sunset. Yeah. Crap. <laughs> I, I didn't think... I didn't um, think that it was like... I actually think that like the cum sandwich must have been what made me so angry. And from there, I was just yeah. like, done with the whole film. That, that was a low point of the film, <laughs> to be honest. Um, it I would reminded me watch of what's, that, what's that film where, um, where Cameron Diaz like gels her hair. Oh, with, something about Mary with cum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good film. <laughs> yeah, but again, that I don't like that. Don't like. Yeah, no. There's something about obviously. Let's stop talking about it. But there's something about that juice. I just don't like it. <laughs> Did you hear about that man who was going? I can't remember where it was. I think it was in the UK, but it was going around like a town handing out free yogurt samples stop it tom stop it right now stop it or i quit <laughs> and in the yogurt samples were um excretions of his his his, his uh bodily fluids like, i'm not i'm not for the death penalty by any means but i think if i ever was then that that would be why for yogurt come yogurt jizz oh what you deserve be, the what electric be, what would it be called <laughs> um there's got to be a name mm, there somewhere oh oh, oh muller cumner <laughs> <laughs> oh it's good it's good shall we stop just in case it, someone's grandma it come, listens it comes to this. in the little 
that's in the little <laughs> corner and you tip it into the yogurt. I'm so over this right now. I'm so over this. <laughs> oh my god. I hate it. Oh, oh god, I'll never look at a frube in the same way. A frube? Oh my god. <laughs> Do you remember? Do you remember at school, people <laughs> yeah. used to like they'd get the yes. frubes or they'd they did it was um like munch. People bunch. used to jump on them and they'd spray all up your leg. Yeah, munch bunch, um, <laughs> di- munch bunch. The munch bunch, which for <laughs> listeners not in the UK is a yogurt brand and like yeah. the diff- each flavor of yogurt has a has a character associated with it. Mm. Um, I did like a munch bunch, but anyway, they did these little things that were basically a frube. But it was a mm. plastic thing in the shape yeah. of the fruit that that yogurt was flavoured by. Yeah. Um, and it had a little peel off top on the top, and then you'd have to squeeze yeah. it out. Well, people at no. our school used to put them on the floor and stamp on them so that they <laughs> ejaculated over the floor. <laughs> um, and then if people got it on your tra- trousers or whatever, they'd be like, "Oh." What's that stain on your trousers? Do you know what? I think that experience at school makes me feel sick when I smell yogurt because it would get stuck in your blazer all day mm. and you would just sit there in class stinking of yogurt and it's just made me hate the smell of yogurt. I mean, I don't eat it dairy. anyway. It's just vile. Go, yeah, just oh, get it away. Get it away. Get away. Um, get it away. <laughs> okay, so yeah, let's... um. Give this a rating. No, we Zaldana. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, it's probably a no, we Zaldana. <laughs> I like, I didn't find it as offensive as you did, but I didn't. <laughs> I wouldn't say that it's a good film, you know. Um, mm-hmm. okay, it's poo. okay, and then pff, I don't know how long we're going to talk about this final one because uh, we've had a little bit of a failure, mm. listener. Our first failure. So, we... Did you watch it? Um, No, I didn't. No, you didn't. So, after... So, basically, I watched the film The Curse of Father Cardona. Yeah. Which is a Dominican film. Dominican... Made in the Dominican Republic. Okay. So, it's a foreign language film. Yeah. Um, So, it's all subtitled. Okay. It's incredibly, incredibly hard to find. Mm-hmm. Um, any copies of it. The only copies that I found of it are streams online. Sorry, there's... And I watched all of the film, and I was... It was an hour and 19 minutes long. Mm-hmm. And it was about... I was about an hour 16 in, and I was like, there's a lot of plot to wrap up here. Or yeah. this, this plot doesn't seem to be resolving. Okay. So I did a quick Google check on IMDb. The film's about an hour and 40 long. Right. Um, so it's just missing so off the stream. So we're missing like half an hour. Now, any stream that you find online of it is this one hour 19 version. I would there like is, to know what happens at the end of that film that it seems to have disappeared. There is there is not... So and I, I've managed... In my internet sleuthing, I've traced it down, right? Mm. So... The version that is hosted on all these different streaming sites that I don't condone the use of <laughs> is a version that someone's uploaded to YouTube. Oh. Because, and I know this because at 1 minute 19, it cuts to black and then a subscribe button appears. That's <laughs> <laughs> um, a dead giveaway. <laughs> yeah. So, And I found it on YouTube as well. Wow. And it's listed as, well, it's in like Spanish. But yeah. it says um, like... It's basically saying, 
full version, like complete version. And I'm like, it's not mm. though. It's a, you're missing half an hour. Um, Jeez. So I don't feel that we can fully review the film without having no, seen it all. Not how. Not I can knowing tell how it you ends. that I I think it looks crap. That's all I can say. So you've described this week that you found Dirty Deeds painful, painful to watch. This was yeah. even more painful for me to watch. Oh God. Like. Yeah, what was it, it was, about? It was Loosely, pre- it's pretty bad. And like reviews of it that I found of people who have apparently watched the full version ah. say that it's the worst film that they've ever watched. Um, <laughs> but oh, okay. Basically, wow. Father Cardona is a shit. It's very religious. He's a shit like priest in this little yeah. town. A shit priest. And he, <laughs> there's a businessman in the town who is Zoe's Zoe Saldana's father. Right. And he owns all the bean crops Ooh, around. Beans? There's a lot of bean chat in this film. Oh, maybe I would have liked it. I do love a bean. <laughs> so they, there's a a bad, it's been a bad crop of beans. Like it's been a bad year or the beans are like, I don't know, tainted somehow. Wow. Um, but he's like, I oh, will sell them because we need the money. Mm. And then there's like this holy festival going on. And the tradition is that the night before it, everyone eats this sweet bean dish so everyone okay. everyone is eating it and um is like slurping it and then everyone gets food poisoning from it oh so everyone goes to church the next day and they're all farting and like shitting themselves mm. and like vomiting and then the rain it starts raining and father cordona like runs outside and is struck by lightning and he's killed. <laughs> and then at his funeral, right. he's struck by lightning again. And anyway, they take they take this as a sign that the devil has cursed the town. Fucking hell. And okay. that all Father Cardone has cursed the town. And then this new priest, Geronimo, or as, Geronimo! Ev- as everyone calls him in it, Geronimo. Um, I believe that's how it's pronounced. Geronimo. Makes sense. He goes there and he's like trying to sort it all out. And it's unclear to me whether they're actually cursed or not. Um, mm. And then he like falls in love with Zoe Saldana, which obviously he's not supposed to do because he's a priest and he's supposed to be married to God and all this. But she's like trying Ooh. to seduce him, and then what a naughty girl! And then the last thing that I saw is he goes to this party because also her family want to have a birthday party on the same day as the Holy Festival, which people are really oh. against. Yeah, but he like sanctions it. He's like, yeah, it's okay as long as you keep it to a minimum and like you don't mm. go keep it overboard. Low key. And he goes there, and her and Zoe and her mum for some reason just like start getting really full on flirty and like dancing with him and like put, grind him up against him Ooh. and they're like they're trying to send like the other priests are trying to send an exorcist and all this to the town to like because they think that he's doing a shit job and there's a woman who's got it out for him yeah and the one guy gets sent and then is like i think he's hit by lightning or something happens to him that he means he can't carry out his mission and then another Jeez. one goes and then he the last thing i saw was he was like looking at him he was like spying on Heronimo and trying to find out what he's doing. Um, and then it ends. Wow. Uh, so I'm unsure how it ends uh, or how it would be resolved or what really was going on in it. It honestly sounds like you weren't missing a lot. It's really cheesy as well. So yeah. like there's loads of really cheap fart sound effects. One of my notes is <laughs> I'm sick of your goddamn farts. <laughs> and oh, good one. Good one. There's also... Uh, sound effect as well sad trombone jesus christ that's like spongebob level the sound effect the only the only highlight of it for me 
mm-hmm. was that he keeps envisioning Zoe and her father as demons and it keep when he's talking to them it'll like flash to them and they'll be like dressed in red in like devil outfits and they've got fangs and then <laughs> Zoe looks kind of hot so I was like I'm sorry that's <laughs> like the a only hot thing Halloween that devil that's the only thing that I've got from this film wow yeah wow so I hope that resounding review and summation of what happened in the film has really done it for you but it, it sounds I think it, dreadful. It would have been a Noe Saldana for sure. Yeah, it, I just looked on Amazon to see if I could get the DVD just for, out of curiosity, and it's eighteen pounds, and it doesn't play in the UK. That's what so I was going to say. Never mind. That's never a, mind. We've been burned by this before. Yeah, um, yeah, we have. So, I mean, I'm I'm not going to spend one penny watching that fucking film. It's on, from the honest, sounds of it. honestly awful. Okay. Well, thanks, so Zoe, we for we a shit. Give, week. We won't give it a rating, but no. Yeah, awful. Uh, but if we, if we can, I guess if anyone knows of a full version of it, maybe we'll watch it and stick it just so we can get it in the full ranking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Let's speaking of, let's go to the ranking, the official Zoe Saldana ranking. We're having a rank. Have a rank in a Have piece a of rank. bread. <laughs> so I'll give you the top five. Woo! Do you want it in any particular fashion? Um. No, I feel like I feel like you know, we, there's not been any notable accents today. Has no. there? So, so top five are as follows: in at number five, Crossroads; number four, Drumline; number three, mm-hmm. Center Stage; number two, Get Over It; and number one, Pirates of the Caribbean: The Curse of the Black Pearl. Awesome. Where are we going to stick? Guess whomst? Guess whomst was probably objectively better than Haven. <laughs> yeah, yeah, was, but not better than Law and Order. Oh god no! <laughs> There's going to be a lot of films floating, floating around the bottom. I think yeah. for a while. And Dirty Deeds, you want that at the bottom, the, don't you? I don't think it was worse than Constellation. Okay, yeah, we can stick it there. I'm happy with that. So it's going after Haven because Orlando Bloom's overacting alone was enough to make me enjoy Haven more oh, than I enjoyed Dirty Deeds. I, I didn't get to tell you, I don't think, but based on last week with Orlando Bloom mm-hmm. uh, reading out his day in the life thing he mentioned that he was he's about 90 percent plant-based mm. i was driving to work the other day and he was on radio one interviewing billy oh, really? I- interviewing billy eilish they were like they'd got a load of celebrities to ask her a question each um mm. and apparently they've got a bit of history where she met she met orlando bloom backstage with katie perry once and then after Ooh. he left she was like that was orlando bloom <laughs> i thought that was just some guy that knew katie perry <laughs> i love you billy eilish you're um, such so a anyway, queen he was like Hi, Billy, it's me, Orlando. Um, <laughs> as someone who's 90% plant-based, um, and then I can't remember, I don't know what his question was because I was too busy trying not to crash my car because he'd said that he was 90% plant-based. <laughs> what a prick. What but yeah, he's prick. he's keeping on brand. Anyway, that's that's our ranking. <laughs> ranking L. We'll now go into uh, some letters from the honour roll. Uh, we've got a few emails this week. Yeah, I saw some coming through, but I didn't get a chance to read them, so they're all going to be new to me. Okay, so well, I've got th- we've got three, actually. I didn't realise we had that three? many. Three? Yeah. Bloody hell. So this is first one's from Maya, who's written to us before. Maya. Hi, hi Tom and Emma. <laughs> Firstly, I want to say thanks for the super cute on a roll. On a roll, on a roll badge. That's what you get uh, if you sign up to our Patreon. You're um, welcome. Thanks for supporting us. Always exciting to get post, especially when said post contains confetti. Yeah, that was boy. a nice touch. 
Thanks. Yeah. Also, thanks for another entertaining episode of Honor Roll. I truly appreciate that you put yourselves through a whole week of sometimes awful films to keep us entertained. <laughs> Aww. I really enjoyed this week's episode. I especially liked Tom reading out the day of the life of Orlando Bloom. It was <laughs> that was weird- a highlight. It was weirdly relaxing, like sitting in <laughs> on a mindfulness session. Um, so regarding oh airports, my God. regarding this is getting back to you on the airport situation. Oh, good, good, good. Yeah, tell me, tell me. So that was because in the terminal, he's in an airport, and we were saying that we don't like airports, and we wanted to hear yeah. from people if they liked them or didn't. Okay, what did she say? I agree that airports are beyond stressful. I feel mm-hmm. like even if it's really a really nice airport with nice seating and shops, it's impossible to relax when you're making sure not to miss your flight. And so th- true. This is the thing for me. If I need to like get a train or I've got an appointment at a certain time, mm-hmm, or mm-hmm. got to get a flight. My entire day my entire day will revolve around that time. Like, my I will train not think about be, anything else. Yeah, my train could be half past three in the afternoon, and I would be worrying all day up till that point, and I would mm-hmm. leave like an hour before just to make sure I oh, get yeah. it on time. That's Pure panic. 100% what I would do. Yeah. Um, and Agreed. then there's getting through security, hoping your luggage mm-hmm. fits slash isn't overweight, even if you mm-hmm. checked yourself. And then knowing probably you won't get any sleep on the flight. Oh, and don't get me started on waiting for your luggage at the other end on the carousel. Not knowing if it's going to be there. Yeah, Yeah, so true. Although if it's a long flight, I do look forward to seeing what films are on offer. Usually they have newly released films, which I might not have seen at the cinema. Do you guys take any particular form of entertainment onto a flight? What do you bring? Are there any other items that that are a must-have for your journey? Ooh, um, I must admit, I haven't really been on many long flights. Um, I've been on one trip to the US of A, but I was very little, so I don't really remember. I think I've probably just watched some mm. films. Now, if I go on flights, they're only usually a couple of hours, and I'll just take music or a podcast on my phone and listen to it. I can't really read because I feel a bit sick. We're looking down a lot. Oh, see, so I was so going to say... I- I can't do that. It makes me, I think it's my neck being like cricked forward, so I have to hold it up really high. But I think people are looking at me like I'm weird if I hold I was, it. I was I was going to say um, the last flight I went on, I took my switch. Oh yeah, good shout, good so that, shout. That was good. Played a bit of Breath of the Wild. Um, yeah. on the plane. Yeah, nice. I think my essentials are definitely fizzy water because it stops me feeling sick because I get mm. travel sick. So I have fizzy water, my phone and my headphones, and. Um, I have to have a puffy jacket or a hoodie so I can Do use it. Do you get travel sick on a plane? I get travel sick everywhere. I think that's it's like a, that's the interesting. It. I think All it's right. like anxiety. It's yeah. weird. Yeah. Uh, the only other thing that I would always take is like a good pair of headphones because the ones that always they the, the ones that they give you are so shit on a plane. Over here, definitely. But the only things that I think they have to be wired, don't they? Because mm. you have to plug them into the little headphone jack. I don't remember going on a plane that had TVs. I think I did when I went to America, but yeah. other than that, it's it's EasyJet or Ryanair because, you know, we out here poor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we out here broke. Right. Thank you, Maya. Yeah, thank you. So we've got another one from Marcus. Oh, here he is again. Fucking hell. <laughs> <laughs> hey, long time listener, third time emailer. <laughs> Firstly, loved hearing you use Let's Go E Saldana. Sorry, Let's Go E Saldana on the pod this week. <laughs> Good to see it creeping into the mainstream. Secondly, oh, right. I enjoy airports. Everything Emma moaned about is what makes it exciting. Loser. It's a break in the norm. <laughs> I'm going to break it down. You wake up <laughs> at three o'clock because you're about to plunge into adventure. Oh, God. All right, Orlando. 
You have your comfy outfit. He has outfit. his shot of green smoothie with him as well. <laughs> I'll have some uh, green powders. <laughs> you have your comfy outfit ready, which is usually far more comfortable than would be socially acceptable in any other setting. Okay, mm-hmm. I'm with you there. Yeah. Your yeah. suitcase protects all your goodies from harm. <laughs> Not true. I, yeah. Why, I, when I was younger, we had some luggage lost once, and uh, mm-hmm. I think there was some money in there, and there was less in there when we when it. Yeah, it got only to protects us. your goodies if your if the people who are looking after your luggage behave themselves. The airport. I had not read this fully before reading this out. By the way, <laughs> the airport is the gateway to your trip, the new beginning. It's time to let loose, and that all begins with the airport experience. Once you get through security, have you ever felt safer? (laughs) Um, Um, When I'm in my house? I don't know. Maybe? I don't know. I don't know that I feel safe. Um, (laughs) The floor is so smooth, you can sit on your suitcase and cruise along on it. (laughs) (laughs) And Uh, if you fly enough to get some fancy airline membership, you can get free food and drinks. Right, well, most of us don't. Yeah, we're not, so. we're not ballers. We're not bougie like you. <laughs> These are just some of the fun ways airports rock. And if you can't see that, I propose we all go to an airport together and I'll explain in person and in great detail the joys of the airport experience. Thanks, Marcus, marketing manager at Heathrow. <laughs> okay, I'm willing to go to an airport with Marcus, the marketing manager at Heathrow, but I still stand by what I said. Another great pod. Thanks again for the laughs. Oh, thank you, Marcus. Yeah, I couldn't disagree more, but that's fine. <laughs> that's absolutely fine. That's fine. Okie doke. And then finally, we've got a message from John Brown as a Ooh. friend of mine from... Sounds like a fake name. <laughs> no, it's, it's his real name. It's his real name. A uh, friend of mine from university. Ooh. Hi, Speedy and Emma. I'll, I'll explain that in a second. I've been a long time, long time listener and very much enjoy the pod. It makes my journey Aww. to work bearable when I have to deal with moody teenagers all day. Uh, so oh, God. A teacher. I just wanted to drop a message as I've just been listening to episode 27, so a few episodes ago, where the Mamma Mia films were brought up. Yeah. We brought them up because I was talking about it at the end of... Um, yes. Uh, what's the name? Get Over It. Yeah, that's the one. It's very like the end of the Mamma Mia films. I can't express in words my disgust <laughs> that Speedy has, hasn't seen the sequel. And Emma oh. hasn't seen the original. Oh, Those I'm films sorry. are classics, and I'm strongly of the opinion that you both need to watch the outstanding films to truly experience the magical experience of Mamma okay. Mia. Hope you both well. Keep up the good work. Okay, wow. He's disgusted, but he hopes we're both well. Yeah. <laughs> That's I quite hate a juxtaposition. Oh my god. Um I can only apologize for uh lack of Mamma Mia knowledge and Look, I'm willing. I'm you? willing to watch Mamma Mia too. It's not that I don't want to watch it. It's just that I haven't got around to watching it yet. Yeah, I feel you might be very opposed to watching Mamma Mia, though. It doesn't pique my interest whatsoever, if I'm honest. But oh if, my god! Yeah. Oh my god! But A bit if, of John Brown, if John Brown, if John Brown wants me to watch it, maybe I will. So yeah. So little story about John Brown. Okay. I think I've mentioned before on the podcast my teacher for Alexander Technique. Who, which yes. was just us lying on the, the floor. The one where you had to just nap on the floor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, she's very calm and chill. <laughs> oh my chill. God, was John Brown your teacher? No, oh, no, no, no. It was a woman, wasn't it? Yeah, she's very calm and chill. But, you know, we, we like to joke about a bit. John's a bit of a jokester, bit of a, uh, bit of a, bit of a lad. Um, <laughs> I don't know why I've <laughs> described you like that, John, I'm sorry. Um, and uh, he was getting on her nerves a bit. 
And then she mm-hmm. just said very calmly and very quietly, <laughs> John Brown, I will kill you. <laughs> like that. <laughs> it was very good. Very good moment. That's brilliant. Um, wow. And then I probably need to address the fact that throughout that yeah, email, why are you he, called Speedy? he referred to me as Speedy. Do you run around a lot at uni like you were in Naruto or something? No, right. So basically what happened was <laughs> literally the very first day that we started mm-hmm. at drama school. Okay. You know, we had a, the whole getting to know you thing and everyone in our class. Getting to know you. We had to do like, you know, activities to get to know each other. And oh, yeah. when I'm in a new group of people, I'm very quiet, right? I have mm-hmm. to like assess the situation, find the lay of the land, <laughs> work out. <laughs> Different people before, you know, I really come out of myself. Find some allies. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. In the crowd. I've been quiet all day. And then we played Duck, Duck, Goose. <laughs> right? This is, the, this is the story how I remember it anyway. And I was... Gotta go fast. <laughs> I was I was goosed. Isn't it funny how worth, what, life works like this? Now the goose mm. is a big part of my life. Mm. And I was goosed and just ran really fast. And I think it you was. A, I him. think it was a surprise to everyone because I, you know, I hadn't. I'd been a bit of a non-entity for that day. Mm. And then you just turned into a Speedy Boy. And he went, "Bloody hell! All right, Speedy Tom." Right. Oh, <laughs> that's cute. And then um, for about a week, no one called me. Like I was just Tom. And then so mm. suddenly, my name became Speedy Tom, which <laughs> then got shortened to Speedy. Mm-hmm. Um, and that stuck. Like the teachers called me Speedy. Like That's cute, man. Uh, yeah, for the entirety of my time in Manchester, I was called Speedy. Um, <laughs> oh, I never knew that. That's a nice yeah, little yeah. story. Just a nice little nickname. Did get me... Not, not get me into trouble, but... Mm. There's a People gu- think you like drugs or something. No, there was a girl from the musical theatre course that I went on a few dates with, as you do. Mm-hmm. As you do, but she, you dog. she only knew me as Speedy. <laughs> and she was a little bit concerned. Um, so she was like... Um, can I just, why are you called Speedy? Because... Did you think it meant that yeah, you... That I was perhaps yeah. a little bit quick yeah. in a certain <laughs> department. Oh, um, God, And I was like, gross. no. And then other people have taken it that it, it meant that I I was a bit of a womanizer. Oh. Which can yeah, be I th- further I from the truth. It, see, I thought it might have meant that, like a drug thing, like speed. Oh, Maybe. Because I've never known you to be a fast person, so I didn't assume it was what to do, do with actual speed. What do you mean I'm not a fast person? <laughs> I'm not saying you're slow, but I've never thought of you as like, oh, Tom, he's fast. <laughs> I walk fast. Everyone tells me I walk fast. You run, mate. Honestly, walking home with you the other week, I was like, Tom, can you slow down? <laughs> I'm small. It's not a conscious thing. I just have long legs and I want to get where I'm going. Like You walk like you're on a mission. Yeah, I am. I want to get where I'm going. He's a man on a mission. Anyway. Uh, thank you for that, John. I'll try and watch Mamma Mia too. I can't make you any promises about um, Emma. <laughs> uh, right. Yeah. Do you want to... That's that's it. If you want to contact us, um, you can do so at honorallpod at gmail.com or on Please any do. of our social medias, all linked yeah. in the show notes. Mm-hmm. And we also shout them out at the end of the show. We do. We will and we do. So, you want to take us into Zoe Monroe. Thank you, Tom. So now it's time for the wonderful segment, Zoe Monroe, where I give Tom three quotes, and they'll all be by either Marilyn Monroe or Zoe Saldana. Um, And he has to guess who said which one. So, yeah, I think Tom is three up, three one. Yeah. He's winning. After Um, a weak start, I've I've 
had a hat trick of wins. Yeah, so play along at home, have fun, and on with the quotes, shall we? We shall. So quote number one is, I don't mind making jokes, but I don't want to look like one. Oh, this is hard. Ooh. I don't mind making jokes, but I don't want to look like one. Mm-hmm. Marilyn Monroe. It was Marilyn Monroe. Oh, I, I tell you what, I'm just so oh, you're doing really I'm so well in now. the character, man. You, you know are what I mean? Marilyn. I just thought, like, if I were Marilyn, <laughs> and I was to say this quote, uh-huh. would I say it? And <laughs> I just, that's a foolproof yeah. method. <laughs> if I were Marilyn, okay. would I say this quote? Is what I thought to myself, and like, <laughs> you know, I was just thinking about. I've gone deep into the the mentality of of Marilyn the Monroe, psyche. the psyche, the yeah. psyche. And okay. I just think, you know, back in, I don't know when she was alive, 50s, I don't know, <laughs> 60s, I don't know. Um, oh. You know, I don't know. I think it would have been important for her that, you know, she wasn't seen as a joke because she was a woman star up and coming, do you know what I mean? And Well, that's the thing. Yeah. That's the thing. And I, I also right. don't think that Zoe Saldana would ever be afraid to be a joke. Saldana. Hmm. Saldana. So anyways, All right. sorry. Quote number two. Quote number two. Ready. Ready. The biggest battle that I have is being a woman in the world. That takes centre stage for me. Oh, it's... The biggest battle I have is being a woman in the world. That takes centre stage for me. Oh, is that a little hint, Zoe, to your centre stage? Uh, No, it's probably not, is it? Um, oh dear, I'm struggling with this one. I think that's Monroe as well. Zoe Saldana! Oh, you little bitch! I got him! I got him! Yeah, boy! Right, okay, it's all to play for then. Oh, wow. Okay, all to play for. Last one. Are you ready? I got cocky. Don't get cocky, kid. (laughs) Don't get cocky. Right. Quote number three. I love wearing men's clothing and underwear. Marilyn Monroe. Zoe Saldana. Oh, no. No. (laughs) I got him. No. Oh, Oh. no. Zoe Monroe. (laughs) Oh, no. It's 3-2. 3-2, baby. Hard, that one, wasn't it? That was was a tricky one. I think... It was a toughie. I feel like we've had quite a long run of Marilyn Monroe quotes. Yeah. So, like, I... I'm, I'm making up excuses. There's just no excuse um, for the poor, the poor display. Piss poor performance. <laughs> yeah, re- there's really no excuse for that. Well, it is a tough, it is a tough um, little mini game that. So it really is. But yeah, wow, that was fun. Let us know how you got on at home. Let's know. Um, I'll tell you now as well while I'm doing this <laughs> silly voice. All right. Uh, what we're going to watch next week? How about yeah, that? And hopefully, we have the full versions of all of these films. So, we're watching premium. Very premium. Mm. Oh, very premium. The Heart Specialist. Great. And After Sex. Ooh. Sex. Sex. Ooh, lovely. Um, I believe that's got the return of Mila Kunis. Return of the Mila. And I think there might be a bit of um, hanky-panky. What, After Sex? Yeah. You don't bloody say. No, but, but between... One Mila Kunis and one Zoe Saldana. Well, I do say. I, I do, do say. say. 
Oh, bloody say. <laughs> I bloody cool. do say. <laughs> right, can't wait. Yeah. So, well, I guess that's the end of the show. Yeah. <laughs> Bye. Now, if you've enjoyed the show, please give us a rating on Apple iTunes, Apple iTunes, Apple Podcasts, uh, and a review. Mm-hmm. And then tell your friends, shout it in the street, from the rooftops. Yeah. Tell your nan, tell your mom, tell, everyone. tell your friend. Um, and then go and listen to another episode of On a Roll. Um, yeah. Yeah. If you want to contact us, uh, you can do so in the ways that we've already listed, but we'll shout them out again. Uh, what are those, mm-hmm. Emma? Mm-hmm. Send us an email, honorrollpod at gmail.com. You could follow us and contact us on Twitter or Instagram at honorrollpod. You could go to our Patreon page, patreon.com forward slash honorrollpod, and check out what we've got on offer there. If you want to support us, please do. You know, we've got kids to feed, roofs to keep over our head, you know, husbands to keep happy, all that good stuff. So, you know, chuck some support our way and we'll throw a bonus episode at you every fortnight, as well as exclusive behind-the-scenes content. Yeah, that's right. Bloody hell. That was was a hell of a spiel you spun there. That's fucking right. Um, And then finally, we have a website, honorallpod.com, where you can find all that shit that I've just said. um, And all our episodes are on there as well. And all of what she's just said is in the show notes. Yeah, so if you listened to that and thought, what the deuce? That was a lot of information for me to take on. You didn't tell me to get a notepad before you said it. (laughs) Yeah. It's already there for you. Already yeah. there for you. Um, Okie doke. Well thanks then, for uh, thanks for listening. As yeah, usual. we'll see you next week. Um, have a good one. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> what a weird ending. Goodbye. <laughs> hey, it's Paige Desorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.